If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You're going to hear in this episode, we talk a little bit about meditation and how much we love Brain FM. Check this out. Uh, go to mindpumpmedia.com. You get 20% off your membership for Brain FM, plus you get 10 free visits. In other words, you get to listen to it 10 times for free. Try it out. You like it. 20% off. Just use the coupon code MINDPUMP. Direct link is right on the actual page. You just I click right on it. I highly, highly suggest this. That's yeah. excellent. Um, also, uh, we talk a lot about exercise programming as usual. This month, we have introduced the super bundle. It's got all of our MAPS programs. Including in- Prime. Including Prime, which is our newest one, right? We've got MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, MAPS Aesthetic, MAPS Anywhere, and then MAPS Prime. Your entire year is set up for you. It's January. You're getting 2017 set up. You want to get fit. You want to get lose weight. You want to get in shape. optimize this year. This is it, man. You've got everything there. All the workouts, all the demos of, uh, of the exercises, breaking down the form, the blueprints. It's all there. Mindpumpmedia.com. It's the super bundle. Do it. Super duper. It happened again. Did we even talk about the second no, the second time? We're going to find out who the, the, fan, the phantom, phantom shitter is. I don't know. Uh, this is how we're going to find out. We're going to tell the... Okay, so if you go to... It's, she, did you it's get into super, the to the heart of darkness? Did you go close to the... Was it men's or women's this time? It's women's, bro. It was again. Bro, I didn't... Oh, my God. It we was. Didn't, chick. We didn't chick. go inside either because... Yeah, I did. You went you inside did. the women's bathroom? <laughs> You're a brave man. Dude, it was I, I hot, occasion, bro. I occasionally go into women's bathrooms. Yeah. It was hot. Pretend like it's an accident. Yeah, nobody oh wants... My God. Don't hey. assume his gender. Whoops. Pardon me. Don't assume his gender. He could be something. He could be anything. I totally didn't see Adam's the Adam's what they call fluid. He's yeah. fluid. He's non-binary. Well, this yeah. is how we're going to find this, because I know we have some Silicon Valley CrossFit listeners. So if you're a Silicon Valley CrossFit listener... And you go to class. If you go to if you go to your cross, it's right class, around one p.m. Between right? no, it's between ten a.m. and one p.m. So if you go in there, so, so someone in your group is taking monster shits in the women's monster. bathroom. So take a look right now around your little friends. I bet it's like, one of the fit, super fit hot it girls. It has to be like a pile. Look to you your left because that's what the waters are for. Look to, to your right. Smell down. Look mm-hmm. behind you. See it's which a pile. One, one of these girls in there has got a a dirty bungholio. So. <laughs> Try and smell that. Whoever out. runs to the bathroom, and let suspect. her know. But let it's her know what's it's, up. it's it's uh, God damn, it's horrible. It's <laughs> horrible. We have. But so it, our, it came but into it, our I need side. To, I need to paint the picture. But it's borderline yeah. impressive. It is. No, no, it's impressive. Very impressive. It's impressive, but it's horrible. Yeah. It's so. Let me paint the picture. So we have our facility. We have Mind Pump Media, right? And then there's a, a back door. You go through the back door, and you have to go down a hall, and you have to take a couple turns. So it's not like. The bathroom is right there. Yeah. So you got to go down a hall, take a left. You know, now you're in the bathroom area. It's like this evil brown spirit that was like, so we were like flying its way into our fucking nose. It's like a fucking invisible gremlin in your nostrils. So we were filming our, I don't know what we're doing. We're filming some exercise demo or something like that. Yeah. And all we we had the back door open a little bit, you know, towards the hallway. So it's not like we were, we're nowhere near the bathroom. We're way the hell. In the front area, right? Open the crack, the back. It was just cracked open. It well, wasn't like it, wide it, open. And then yeah. Adam 
is like, who the yeah. fuck farted? Who farted, man? Who the fuck yeah. farted? Yeah. I mean, we're a good, I mean, how far would you say we are? We're a good... 30 yards. More, maybe, right? 50 yards. Yeah, mm, and, yeah. And, and down a hallway, like, it has to, like, maneuver. We should, we should get, like, a Mythbusters on this, you know what I mean? Like, because, like, it's so powerful that, like, I don't really believe it. You know, was was just shit. Well, like, believe it or not, well, it's all in the air. So it's it's far <laughs> enough that we had it didn't even put that together. Up. We're far enough from the bathroom that I looked at you guys. Could have sworn that one of you was lying. I actually, got an argument with Adam because yeah. he's like, "No, you did," and I'm like, I "And then did, I look, bro. I turn around, I turn around, and I I see the door doorway to go back into the hallway. That's kind of it's opened up, it's cracked open about three feet. And I thought, okay, well, let me walk over there and close that. As I'm walking over to close it. It just hits me in the face, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's not one of them!" Like, come, and then I had to like yeah. I yell at them, like, "You guys have to come smell this!" Like, it's yeah, I know it's not you now. The it's best like, part of the story is, mm. so Adam is back there, he's oh, he's gagging, and then you know the rest of us are like, "Well, we have to go, yeah, we, see what's we going down." What this. is that about guys? Like, there is there's something know. about guys that like if someone goes, "Oh my god, that's the nastiest fart ever," there's a you have to smell it. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know. We're just like one dogs. time, one time, just so you can. I'm like, has it really beaten one of my powerful ones? Well, I think that's what Definitely. it is. Definitely, I think it's like you. you there's a party that goes like, like a dog. I gotta know. I gotta know. Like, uh. how bad is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, is it really? Yeah. Is it? Is you it? Know the level? Yeah, the like sort of litmus is, test. Is, is Adam exaggerating right now, or am I gonna walk her over here and go like, holy shit, this was probably one of the worst shits I've ever smelled. It's like, bad, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's it's up there. It, it, probably cracked the top 10 maybe mm-hmm. top five no and no it's coming from no, a woman not for yeah. me no not for me i'm it's like be- the mount everest no, no, of shit no 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 no, 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 no. let me i gotta i gotta tell you guys a story we got we got worse than that bro from okay. a female bro i know right wow bro, bro. Yeah. you got a, you, you guys got a, you got an ex-girlfriend that shit you, really you guys have how are you gonna top this no dude? no dude is jessica no. a stinky pooper not at all actually 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 I, that's the real phantom pooper because there's no smell. Although she's very healthy, which is kind of interesting. So let me tell you guys. Uh, uh, there's uh, a lot of TMI on this. I know. Yeah. Adam started it. Yeah. So what, what about your girl? She smelled. I like didn't she start that. Come no. on. Does, does, does Katrina make poopy uh, smelly poops? No, no. I want to hear the the craziest. She's she she never poops around me. We have one of the. Mm. Remember, I told you about. We had yeah, the, but you guys share a house. Yeah, but we have an upstairs. We have three bathrooms in the house. So, so we, she goes to the furthest one for you. Always. And then that's just you, out of respect for me. That's okay, still, hold on a second. How long have you been together? Six, I built my wife an outhouse. Years. I don't even so want you, to know. <laughs> so you guys are six years together. Yeah. At some point within that six-year relationship, you probably at some point were going to the bathroom she just finished pooping in. What did she say to you? Like, don't go in there? Yeah. So she, okay, so she's like, don't go yeah, in there. Yeah, there's been a handful of times where she's like, hun, don't use the downstairs bathroom. Yeah, you're not and then, of course, I want to go smell. Then I have to go check. Oh, my oh, God. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not, but you can tell there's. But yeah, of poop. course I want to go check just to see. I don't want. I want to know if there's something rancid coming out of my girl. Like so, wow. even though she says don't go down there, the you first kind of still want to know the brand. Yeah, I want to go yeah. down there. So you just, can recognize it. Yeah. You're in the car, you're just like, in case. Oh, I know that brand. I know what I'm. I'm, I'm potentially. I think that's what I'm like. I want to know yeah. what I'm marrying, dude. Like yeah. I know if this is the, the woman I'm gonna spend the rest of my life dis- with. I gotta know if she's got something dead inside of her that she's right. letting out. You know, so I had to go check. Like I know what the dogs smells like. Nothing rancid coming out, but rancid's going in, right, Adam? Boom. My girl smells smells beautiful. So she's good. So. Uh, and if she didn't, no way you'd say it on this. How fucked, <laughs> up, would that, how fucked up would that be? Yeah, yeah. Hey, mind pump listeners, let me tell you about my girlfriend. We keep it real here, Stinky dude. I, I would put her. I would put her on Front Street if she was bad, because I don't want. I'd want her to fix it, right? No, if, my, if, yeah. if, I, if my girl was like a smelly chick, I'd be like, "Yes, she smells. Hopefully, she's listening to no, this dude. and she fixes this." Bro, I have a story. I've been meaning <laughs> like, to that's tell. The motivation. I've been meaning to tell you guys this oh, story. Oh God, I'm excited. And the reason why I didn't tell this before was because I owned. You know, I own my wellness facility, and so it was one of our members. Mm. Uh, and I was like, oh, I can't talk about this right. now because they're still working out at my place. 
But I sold that place, so now, you so talk now I could talk <laughs> so now all can about her. Totally roll her under the bus. And do it. And this, uh, so this lady uh, came in uh, to hire one of us to train her. So she wasn't my client. She was one of my good friend's clients. And she had gastric bypass uh, surgery. And so she, and she lost 120 pounds. So she was, mm. and she still had like more to lose. So she was very, very big, lost a lot of weight with gastric bypass. However, she's one of those people that uh, doesn't really change uh, her lifestyle. Like, right. Like the, she the would, same foods were still in uh, rotation. Bro, now. right before her workout, I'm not lying, right before her workout, she'd be in her car eating like jack-in-the-box or oh, horrible no. stuff, right? Oh, no. uh, it's to, it's to kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Like I tried to be empathetic because I'm not in that person's shoes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I understand. Nonetheless, every time she worked out, every time she worked out, mm-hmm. 100% of the time, she would follow up her workout or begin her workout. That's where the variation would happen. It would either happen before or after, not always the same time. She would go in the back, and she would take the worst shit you've ever smelled <laughs> in your life. But it wasn't... Like peeled the paint off the walls. No, 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 no. It didn't... Here's the problem. It didn't smell like poop. It was just a horrible smell. Oh, that's oh, even no, worse. It's like toxic. It was... Yes, it yeah. was toxic to the point where... To the nuclear plant you just walked into. Where I we would lock... The, I'd close the door, put the fan on. That's like the burn your nostrils and type then, shit. And then we'd open the front doors. Didn't matter if it was freezing outside. Oh and God. I'd take the fan and I'd point the fan outside so it would blow air outside. <laughs> Bro, it was so Did bad. Did she know that? Or would yes. she just like kind of walk around like... She yeah. fucking... She knew about it. She oh, knew all man. about it. She loved it. She was also. She, that she couldn't do it. Well, at home. I think yes. Uh, no, you guys don't know this woman. There's definitely a part of her that uh, relished. She, oh wow! She enjoyed that everybody what, what was like of, suffering. What kind of chick is oh this? my god! Oh, I've been weird. waiting to talk shit about her. Damn it! So I hope. Listen, if you're listening. Oh, let's talk about stinky. Whatever. Gym we're people. having a good time. Yeah. So she. So this. I got another story about the same woman. Okay. Yeah. She used to fucking stare at me, right? When and I'd work out in my own gym, and she'd just stare at me. And it's like, can whatever. We, can we paint the picture? Of this lady is she young? Is she yeah. old? She's good looking. So she, she used to be a big lady. She right? a big so, lady. Well, well lady. she was still. Come on, give she's still big. Some better detail here. So she was. She was really, really big, and then she was still big. Really, really big. And I got her two hundred plus. And I gotta say that no, dude, she got she was really like like she was close to four hundred pounds. Oh shit! shit. Okay, no, she was like maybe three something. Yeah, and and I want to say this: all the respect in the world for the work and that she put into losing the weight. She did come in and work out. She did, you know, at least on a consistent basis, she would come work out, and she did get that surgery. And so I want to say that first, respect all that. There's a lot of shit I hated about her, and here's one of them. So she would stare at me, right? And she would make these like derogatory remarks all the time to me, which is okay. But you know, I'm trying to be like professional in like, there. Like, what do you mean? Like, what? Get down yeah, those man. butt cheeks. Like, Ew. bro, uh, it's very hard to make Rub me un- my clothes and come on stomach. over here, Selena, and sit Ooh. on my face. It's very yeah. hard to make me feel uncomfortable. Very, very hard. <laughs> this like woman, she licking her. Yes. Mm. Oh, like, oh, like a bit that? of skin taste like, good. Like, like overly gross. Like too much. Like, okay, that's enough now, right? So she would stare at me. Suck the skin off your dick. Well, dude, one time. Whoa, Whoa dude, that excuse was me. Too far. Excuse oh, me. Oh no, no. Here's too a, far. Here's a true story. So I'm working out. I've got my wife beater on, right? I'm working out. She's staring at me. Whatever, no big deal. I'm done with my workout and I'm walking towards the back of the gym. Now remember, my facility has one entrance. It's the front. There's no back exit. There's no way for me to exit. I can't escape. <laughs> so she's following me, right? She's trapped you. And she's, you know, she's a bigger woman. So she's like, you know, she's intimidated. She's following me. And I'm at, I'm in the back in the corner and I'm mixing up a protein shake and she's like really close to me. So she walks all the way up 
and is really close, like in my bubble, in my mm. personal space. Yeah. Behind you, in front of you. Oh, yeah. She's in I front of me. I call that the European hello. She's in front of me. She's so she's she's close enough to where if I stuck my tongue out, I could almost touch her forehead. Like oh wow, that's close. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Right? <laughs> but she's a client in my gym. She's okay. a longtime client. What she does she do? Breathe on you. So oh. I I kind of turn my back towards her a little bit because I'm like, I'm not. Gonna, this is weird, right? So I kind of turn my back a little bit to her. Which from a from a defensive position is actually horrible. It was a bad decision. I should have faced her so I could fight her off. Anyway, I turn around. I'm facing the corner, mixing up my shake, and I guess you could see the top of my tattoo that in, uh, over my tank top. So she goes, "Oh, what's that?" And she pulls the top of my shirt down so she could see the whole thing. So I kind of turn around a little bit and I'm like, "Oh, it's you know, I explain my tattoo and I'm trying to be cool." And she goes, "Oh, is that the only?" And she's got the kind of she she's wow. she does this really wow. filthy like wow. the way she does her voice. She's like, is that the only tattoo? She's, she's <laughs> undressing you with her with her eyes. She goes, is that the only tattoo yeah. you have on your body? And I'm like, this, uh, you're like I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. On, I have one on my. Inner sounds thigh like Mira Devi- What's the name? Mira Devilo. What's the one with uh, Jim Carrey where he acts like um, like the girl that took a lot of steroids? Oh, was that like, was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she's like, is that the only tattoo you have? And I'm like, no. I, I said, yeah, actually, it's the only one. I, she's like, are you sure you're not lying? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty, <laughs> prove I'm pretty sure. Take your pants I'm off. Pretty, prove it to bro, you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. And she goes, are you sure you don't have one on your balls or dick? Shut up. What? Swear say that. on everything. Everything. Wow, I'm so aggressive. On everything. So I looked at her and I'm like, no. And I walk away. And at this point, I'm like, what do I like? Do I? You can't I, get mad. You're very rapey. Wow. What do you mean? Well, you're, you're very rapeable. <laughs> well, I'm glad you think that, Adam. <laughs> yeah, you can't what get angry. What the fuck, Adam? <laughs> you're, you're probably not. I'm not the... sharing a room with him anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you've got. You this... can't rape someone who's willing. You, you have soft <laughs> eyes. You have a very. You have a nice, warm smile. Soft skin. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. this <laughs> is all spoken from yeah. a predator. Yeah, is, exa- I feel like apparently. I, I feel like you're you're very rapey. Well, I'm going to say you know, this: if if, <laughs> if is... I if I walked in a room and there was like some I had to uh, rape somebody, I'd be like, yeah. him. I'm, 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 rape, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. You can try. That energy is and is you might not survive. Weird. Well, that's part of it too. There's a side of you that I I want you to put a fight up a little bit, and I see you got a little fight in you. Yeah. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? I look at you and I go like, and I'm sure she thought the same thing. So the way to stop. You would she, saw, she saw you lifting like, and she goes, ooh, he's strong. Like she cornered a, he's a nice gonna, young little animal. Yeah, he's not gonna just give in. There's gonna be yeah. a little fight. This is like when you're catching yeah, a I'm fish. You don't want you don't want like a you don't want to reel a fish in that just comes you right won't in. Want that fight yeah, you, it takes an hour. It takes an hour to reel it in. You don't want work, you want to yank on I it, see. pull on it, it I fights see. back. You think you're gonna lose it, you get it, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I, I bet you that night she had a nice Merlot and was just Oh. So she so she I'm says that, that I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get that. Now. Now. I leave get tomorrow. So I leave and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Here's this woman. She's paying her fees, her dues. I'm like, do I kick her out of my gym? It's hard to offend me. I can kind of get over yeah, it. That, that's really aggressive. Here, but then she also does this. So here's here's the list of things that she would do. This is how patient I am because she was consistent and I I really wanted to support her fitness and I thought I could help her. Right. Lost. She'd come in consistently and work out. Lost lots of weight. But here's the shit that used to irritate me. She'd take horrible, horrible, deadly poops in my gym every time. She asked me if I had a tattoos on my balls and dick. Wow. And then she would obnoxiously grunt and yell during her workout. And what I mean by that, and I'm going to move the mic away from she my mouth. It's a lot like a dude. Because I swear to God, everybody will tune out. It will totally turn off this podcast if, it, if I'm up in this mic and, and demonstrating this. This is what she does while she's working out. She goes, just like that. 
Wow. In the middle of my small wellness facility. Jeez. Yeah. Scaring my old ass clients. Who, who trained out. her? Who's wow. their? Who's the trainer? Yeah, this initially, is a, initially, a oh, she went through multiple trainers. Initially, it was one of the girls that I worked with that I said like mentored me a little bit, hmm. and then she went to another trainer who was somebody that was I was very close to, who uh, I wanted to make sure that they maintained their business. So if I kicked this woman out, then she would lose business too. So it was very conflicting. But now that I don't own that gym anymore, you're fucking annoying. God damn it, I've been wanting to tell you that forever. Do you know if she still goes there? I she probably does. Wow. She wow. probably does. That's crazy. Yeah. To think, too, like things could, this mind pump would have never happened if Sal got raped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would have changed the course of your it, life forever. It oh, dude. Have, it would have been different. Oh, dude. And then, and then I think she got the, I gave her the vibe after that, that, like, okay, he doesn't like me. So then she would try even harder. And I used to have a TV up there for, for cardio, or whatever. And I was doing cardio and I was watching, I don't remember what I was watching. There was some show and there was some, some muscular dude on it. And she goes, yeah, buffed because she's looking at me like she's directed at me. She's like, "Yeah, buffed guys are usually really bad in bed, right?" Right. And I'm like, "What the?" Fuck? She's like, "Prove me wrong." Yeah. I'm like, "What?" The, like, I would <laughs> rather that a challenge. Dude, I, I would never. I would be celibate. I would. Fu- I would disc- I would cut my own dick off before <laughs> I ever married kids. Will you know anything about her? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go into that. I pierced too much. my vagina. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. She's married. She's Rawr. married. Have you? Have you? And like, li- listen. Do you know any uh, girls with the uh, through their uh, clitoris, the like uh, oh, piercing that vaginal yeah. piercing? I've, I've seen it. Yeah, before. And <laughs> boy, that was <laughs> maybe a, that was a, whoa. Look at yeah, that right. Long there. time ago. I take the fifth type of answer yeah, right there. I think yeah, it's exactly. cool. Yeah. <clears throat> you do think it's cool? Oh yeah. Really? Fuck yeah, man. Hmm. I, I mean, it's not really much for us, right? It, yeah. It's all for her. I mean, uh, of you course. Know, well, you, it's, it is. What do you mean? There's a lot for us. Oh, you think the barbell going, so? grazing your yeah, dick is a great thing? No, not to touch. <laughs> First of all, what's your most... It's um, different. Let me ask you this question. What's your most important sexual organ? What do you mean? It's your brain. So you fuckers mm, don't even know. Nah. It's your brain, dude. So when a girl's got her, her, her clip pierced, like, you know this is a sensual woman. You know this is a woman that let another person hold her clit and put a thing through it and she's into like it just it paints wow, that you picture have a little really more yeah, you really thought about this no I'm just I'm breaking it down on That's another all, level it's all mental so when you mm. see it for me I see it and I'm like dang it's, you know what it's crazy that's the word that goes in my it head it explains why so you, you get so yeah. many people to, to come side with you because you're so convincing when you say retarded stuff like that that just yeah. makes no sense to me like, <laughs> no it's not that makes no the sense the brain you, you is I'm not, that. see that's what you see there yeah. you go you just circle back to a fact that's good for you yeah, that's good yeah. it's a fact yeah. good yeah. for you but that yeah. doesn't that still doesn't make your doesn't make your clitoris yeah. analogy fucking well, no, true no no I'm saying, <laughs> it's I'm sec- saying your for, brain for, is your sexual organ oh that equals there's a lot of guys piercing your clitoris means it's fucking sexual no dude you can't do that that's yeah. there's a lot of guys that are one there's two. a lot of guys that'll that well, find though. it that'll find it a turn on but it's not because we feel the clitoris piercing it's because the fact that she has one it's the mental mm. aspect of it mm. that's what i'm saying yeah no i get what you're saying yeah. so i get, what, really I, I get what you're trying to draw for everybody else but yeah. that i'm calling bullshit that you can't just yeah. do that it's not mean? very functional yeah you can't. Well, no 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 it's not yeah it looks good doesn't worth it god damn bring the eagle here please i'm getting really uncomfortable being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Quee quad. First up, Namaste Nixie. 
Daily workout plan for high anxiety ulcerative colitis. Who picked the questions? Oh my God! Obviously, this you is did. very medical. You I, hope you, I hope you Google it first. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Got, you guys go first. Yeah, yeah why don't you tell it? <laughs> say it, I'll, re, I'll wait say that again, because I can't see the board. What is high colitis. anxiety? High anxiety ulcerative colitis. So, so colitis uh, is ulcerative colitis is a autoimmune disorder of the of the gut or the the colon, um, the lower intestines, and it's. Uh, it's related to Crohn's or similar to Crohn's where mm. there's lots of inflammation. Oh, this is up your alley. The ulcerative part is ulcers. They develop ulcers. Uh, Which are really painful, right? Very, it can be very painful. It's a horrible, it's a horrible affliction. Yeah. Um, you know, the symptoms range from it's like extreme fatigue, diarrhea, blood in the, in the stool, um, inability to absorb nutrients. And uh, modern medicine doesn't have, just like with most autoimmune disorders, modern medicine doesn't have any you know, cures for it. Uh, all we have are Band-Aid kind of treatments. And some of the treatments that they do for ulcerative colitis uh, usually revolve around uh, suppressing inflammation. And then the next step is suppressing the actual immune system because what's happening here is the immune system, for whatever reason that's not quite understood, is attacking the, the, the person's own body, well, I feel destroying like, their digestion. I digestion feel like system. the, you know, from all the experts that we continue to talk to, like the, the number one culprit everybody can, ten, tends to lean towards is sugar, right? Would that be the first thing that you would tell this person is to make sure you avoid that at all costs? Yeah, so so there can be triggers, right? And a lot of uh, <clears throat> common food intolerances can be triggers for people who have uh, who have autoimmune disorders. Now, I want to be clear here. Uh, you, you know, you can have an intolerance to say, or a, or a common intolerance would say could be gluten, but that doesn't mean everybody has an intolerance to gluten. What happens when you're in this kind of hyperimmune state or you have this autoimmune issue is that foods, your body tends to recognize certain things as uh, invaders and they can cause a reaction in the immune system. And for whatever reason, dairy, gluten, nuts, uh, sugar, you know, sugar processed foods, tend to fall in that category. So number one, you want to avoid those things, but I'm assuming this person is already probably doing that. And they added the high anxiety aspect of it because anxiety or any kind of stress or too much stress can exacerbate or cause autoimmune issues to flare up. A workout for people with autoimmune disorders you just have to be a little bit more careful with applying intensity. I was going to say, be more mindful of, of that for sure. I, you know, uh, God, what was I just reading? So I was reading something uh, along these lines, although it had nothing to do with the autoimmune, but it just people with a lot of anxiety and stress and the importance of actually reducing the amount of days that they're working out. Super common that, uh, you know, we're all trying to work out more, 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 more. It's kind of the mentality, you know, five to seven days a week if we can. With someone like this, like I, I would have to prescribe them like less. I'd say, listen, two, three days of like lifting weights, and then the rest of your days, if you're doing anything for yourself, it's more recuperative. So mm -hmm. meditation, walking, you know, yoga, yeah, yoga, yeah. mobility, mm -hmm. stretching, things like that, circulation, that, and all those things that help to you know you to recover and rejuvenate more. Yeah, so I, I think uh, I think a majority of the week, so that's four of the days out of the week, I would be thinking more recuperative mm -hmm. and more meditative and more relaxing for this person, and to bring down the anxiety bring down the stress and then if you are lifting you know you're lifting like a maps red type program where you're going two three times a week or with combined with like prime i mean prime and red for someone like this would be like the ideal situation yeah absolutely and it, you know yoga is a excellent practice for people who have uh, stress or anxiety there's a breathing component if you do a good yoga class you find a good you know instructor. you say yoga and i think that's a good simple 
um, but yoga costs money too, you know. So I would rather see somebody do prime than yoga. And I don't want I don't want to knock you. Well, here's the difference. This is what I mean by yoga. It's not the it's not the the physical aspect of the yoga. That's I don't I'm not recommending yoga because I think you need to stretch. I'm recommending yoga a, a good yoga class. Okay, I'm glad you're clarifying yeah. this because that's why I wanted you to because to me, if you're going to recommend somebody yoga and you're doing it because they need to work on flexibility or mobility, a prime is far better for them because it's going to be specific to their body. It's specific, but you know, yoga has its own. It's got some unique well, it's, benefits. It's and got the, some unique meditative benefits. That's that's the one. If you take a real yoga class, like a real good one, a proper one, and I would recommend to someone like this a yin yoga class. Uh, the breathing aspect is very important. There's a lot of breath work that's done. This is also this yoga. is why we also partner though with Brain FM. I mean, you're yeah. you're. It's nice of you to recommend yoga and stuff like that. But I would recommend you do Prime Brain FM Maps Anabolic. I mean, to me, that's that's why we aligned ourselves with these companies is because we 100 percent we all believe in meditation. It has a guided meditation. Uh, section in there so you can put your brain fm in you can do your you can do at home but save the money instead of paying for a yoga class that you have to pay for every single month you pick up prime you're set for the rest of your life with prime you pick up your subscription to your brain fm and you can do it as much as you want for as long as you want without having to do this monthly thing that you got to keep paying all the time like a yoga membership yeah but if 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 cost is guided if cost is not an issue um it is a good idea to be with uh in a class setting because it can help quite a bit, help bring someone down. Meditation, very, very, very important. Uh, but your resistance training needs to be tailored around being careful to over-apply intensity. I've had mm-hmm. many clients with uh, autoimmune issues, and that's the number one uh, thing that we focus on. I've had people who've had other trainers. I, I, I train uh, people with Crohn's and multiple sclerosis who've had other trainers push them too hard mm-hmm. and actually cause these horrible relapses um, in, in you know a lot of their symptoms so that's that's the way I would do it you know Adam's giving you great advice uh, incorporate strength training is great just because if you do it properly it's very building you just and, need the right dose yeah you know one more thing too I've been doing a lot a lot of learning and researching on some of the more cutting-edge science on fasting and I was listening to dr. Walter Longo who's got some in- interesting information you can Probably Google him and read a little bit about some of their his research, and prolonged lasting, uh, excuse me, fasting uh, has been shown to regenerate the immune system, and in particular with people with autoimmune diseases, mm-hmm. the immune cells that die during the fast are the ones that replenish, and they re- and when they do replenish after the fast is over, they are not autoimmune anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of research going into uh, curing or treating autoimmune diseases with. Um, with fasting. So I would say look that up. Definitely look into that. Look into that, definitely. Iron Mike 25, how can meditation help with your fitness goals? Yeah, there you go. We just talked about meditation. Uh, Adams, you've incorporated meditation quite a bit recently. Yep. That's totally new for you. Yeah, we need that reset. It is It is somewhat. It's not new. Like it's completely foreign for me. Like I've never done it before. It's something that I've just tried to be more um, consistent with now than, than before. It was. I mean, I've I've taken plenty of uh, yoga classes and and prayer and meditation. I mean, I grew up in a religious home, so I'm very familiar with. Uh, were that. you ever as consistent about it as you are now? Like, mm. where you do it now, you do it like daily, right? Yeah, and I have a different intention. I feel like. I mean, obviously, when I was growing up as a kid, uh, you know, meditation or prayer was more more spiritually focused, and and I was doing it for different reasons. Where now, 
I'm like, I'm trying to listen more to my body and how I feel and, and, and the rest and the recoup and, and, uh, the mental, uh, clarity and, and thinking more in those lines. So yeah, I've definitely been more consistent. <clears throat> I'd like to be even more, you know, it's something that it, it definitely takes the extra effort for me to be aware and not get caught up. I'm such a workaholic and it's hard for me and we have so much going on all the time. It's hard to separate mm-hmm. myself from that. So I actually was just telling Katrina last night that um, I kind of want to start something new that I haven't done before where, and I can do this now that I don't have to be up at, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. And the first time we have to be here is here. So I have time now earlier in the morning, like six or seven in the morning, I'm going to start getting up early and I'm going to go walk the dogs. It's very therapeutic for me to walk the dogs, especially when it's kind of cool, it's quiet, not a lot of people are out there. You know, I'll start it off with that and then come back and kind of finish up with a, you know, Brain FM meditation session. So this is something that I'm going to start incorporating. Just literally told her that last night and was asking her if she wanted to get up and do that with me. So it's uh, it's something I've been doing. It's definitely uh, when, I, when I'm consistent, when I notice I put a few days in a row where I do it, uh, it makes a huge difference. And then as soon as I'm not, I, I make a big difference too. It's so, for me, it's like, <clears throat> you know, we, we had a question we just a- answered like regarding anxiety and stress. And that's where I know I noticed the, the relief in that. And part of like the, when I'm in meditation, it, it really helps me settle that down. Like I feel like, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but I feel like I'm so all over the place all the time. Like it's one minute we're going this way, then we're going this way, and then we're getting a message and we got to do this, we got an email, and, we get that, and it's just like to completely shut all that down and I try and do this like when we go on certain trips or I get away is, you know, putting my electronics away, doing things like that so I can really let my mind completely reset. When I do that and then I go into like a training session, I feel like I can give so much more to that where mm-hmm. if I if not, if I go into the, a training session after I have all my brain going all over the place and I got all this stress going on, it totally hinders my workout. I can't mm-hmm. seem to get Maybe. into a mental focus to where the workout is like, I mean, I love, one of the things I loved about when I was competing is I was so focused on that and I yeah. was really tuning everything else out that, man, my workouts were amazing. I was just so into the training that I tune everybody else out. Well, and that's a lot what you see with <clears throat> athletes too and and how to improve a lot of their performance, even game days to be able to shut off all this exterior stimulus. And I mean, it's a practice. It's definitely something that you have to be disciplined about and implementing that frequently in order to combat um, a lot of the 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 sort of noise that's going on um, that you, you tend to gravitate towards, and so it, it takes you out of of the moment and and almost achieving that more of a like a flow state where you really are just you're you're simply like going through the mechanics, and it doesn't feel like you have to put a lot of thought into it. Um, you're just sort of more reactive and and. You're working with your body more efficiently. Well, I was really fascinated by Brain FM when they talked about how, you know, when, when we're like focusing on something, right? Like different parts of our brain are getting fire or firing in it and getting activated, right? Or uh, there's more uh, activity going on in certain parts of our brain when we're focused in on something, and that they have figured out that that these tones and music that we can play to get you in that state. Um, I know the the Warriors are doing use the I forgot yeah, it's the Halo Halo that's Halo, right that's uh-huh. the name of the technology they call Real. it neuropriming too which is cool yeah I uh, love I love which is the same concept right very is, same is, yeah. is they're wearing these headphones that are getting a part of their brain that focus part where you're starting to fire that and get that activated prime it before you go into a you know b ball practice for us it would be lifting mm-hmm. um, or reading or anything like that too because I notice a difference. 
Um, I think I share, I don't know if I share this on the podcast or not. I've always been a reader who, uh, I've always had a hard time like staying focused on the book that I'm reading. I trail off a lot. That's why I like a lot of audio books. Mm-hmm. But, I'll be, but I'll be reading and I'll get like a half hour and then also my, my mind trails. I find when I put the, the focus, I can put the focus session on, which by the way, as a kid growing up, I was never the person who could play music and study. Like I had friends that could do that. I could never like listen to music and do my homework. It can, I oh, never. I always had, and I had to have I, that. I couldn't, actually. yeah, right. Yeah. I have friends that could could do that, love to do that. And for me, it was, it distracted me. But with Brain FM, I can actually put that in my ears and have the focus session playing while I'm reading a book and it just, I dive into the mm-hmm. book. It's awesome. And I, I'll go for like an hour, two hours and didn't even realize that I've been reading that long. Meditation is very, very interesting to me. And it, it's for a long time now, we have separated the mental and the quote unquote spiritual and the physical. Like, okay, you do one and it doesn't really affect the other ones, which we know now is completely false. In fact, there is hard science now that supports uh, how meditation will affect your fitness goals. Here's one. Uh, studies have demonstrated consistently that when people meditate or when they ask, start to incorporate meditation, consistent meditation into the routine, that they eat less emo- with less emotion or they do less emotional eating. And if you think about, we talk about food, re- you know, food relationships all the time. A lot of the problem that people have with food has nothing to do with the actual food itself. It's everything to do with the emotion behind it, whether they're anxious or stressed or depressed or it's just mindless. You know, they're at a movie theater or they're watching TV or whatever and they're just grabbing something and eating it. Meditation has been proven to reduce that in people. And that, of course, leads to healthier eating and now you get leaner. Uh, There was also a study done um, and I think it was a, a, I was trying to look it up earlier um, at the university, I believe it was University of San Francisco. Let me see here. It was stu- it was published in the journal Psychosomatic Medicine, and they found that meditation can also increase your body's ability to fight off illness. It helps balance out the immune system. Um, so incorporating that has physical benefits for the body. One thing that I found for myself since incorporating more consistent meditation is that I remember things more now, which mm. is very strange. Now. Uh, Jessica tells me you're just making space in your brain. And when she used to tell me that before, I was like, well, what do you mean by making? So that's how the brain works. No, it kind of is how the brain works. And when you dedicate 30 minutes uh, to just, you know, mindful meditation, you find that you don't need to write shit down as much. You find that you remember appointments, you remember things mm. you need to do because you're, you're, you're not so... interesting way to look at it. Yeah. It's very, very true. And think about it. Like one of the, one of the number one symptoms of being feeling stressed out or whatever is your scatterbrain. You yeah. forget shit. Yeah, feeling overwhelmed. You, you, you just forget stuff. Taking the time aside to meditate, you remember things uh, much more easily. Um, and lastly, will meditation improve performance? Abso-fucking-lutely. Yep. If you're in a constant, mild, uh, sympathetic state, if your body's in this constant kind of low to moderate stress state where you're not like anxious out of your mind, but you have enough anxiety to where your body's kind of in that elevated state a little bit and you just kind of are used to it so you don't realize that you're in it. So your breathing is a little more shallow. Mm-hmm. Your chemical, you know, the chemicals your brain releasing are a little different. The hormone, your hormone profile is a little different. You're moving a little different. You're, you are going to exhaust your body more uh, when it comes time then to apply yourself to an exert, you know, when you exert yourself to exercise, to work out, to compete. Well, I'll be honest, like the only times I've really been injured or had injured myself is when I've been distracted. And I noticed that right away that um, I 
started to sort of listen in and to somebody else's conversation that was happening right next to me. Meanwhile, in lifting and deadlifting a significant amount of weight. And then and lo and behold, the, the weight and, and my hand position, when I started shifting and the weight shifts and boom, just that little mm-hmm. slight variation to, to the lift and the different traje- trajectory of the, of the bar totally threw me off and I hurt myself. Oh, absolutely. And you know, people who right now, if there's athletes listening, I'm sure some of you can relate to this to where you have an important game or an important competition and you're so worked up about it. You're so, you know, you're thinking about it for weeks, you're prep- preparing for weeks and then finally it's game day and you go to compete and you're just, you just don't, you can't perform like you did yeah. at practice and you wonder why. Why the hell, why am I not, why don't I have as much stamina today on game day or competition day as I do when I'm in practice? It's because you were so worked up for days. For days you had this kind of moderate level of stress and it exhausts the fuck out of your body. Mm. Well, that's how a lot of us walk around. So meditation really helps bring your body down because you need that parasympathetic state. You need that yeah. relaxed state in order to build muscle, recharge. burn body fat, recharge the body yeah. so that then you can do those harder type of workouts. So meditation has broad ranging benefits for fitness um and it's something that i'm really starting to realize myself yeah. uh, so i highly we, recommend i think we all could improve absolutely in, in and area. something is easy look uh brain fm is just i don't i don't know if it's better than traditional meditation but it's a whole lot fucking easier it's nice because it's guided Dude, it's easy i put up my ears in there 15 minutes and i'm done yeah like sitting in a room trying to do it on my own like it just took much more effort much it was much more difficult well i think this I, is just easy i think that's the way to look at it and even the uh the creators he told us remember when we had him on the show that he you know he used to uh like he could not he i forgot what he suffered from but he had something crazy that he suffered from like his, it wasn't insomnia it was something else but you know, he used the Brain FM for a long time, but now he doesn't. He said he doesn't even use it on a regular basis anymore because the goal is to intrinsically be able to do that, right? Yes. The goal is yes. to be able to teach ourselves to get into that state of mind. Yeah. Uh, without you built that pattern. With yeah. Without your, without yes. using an outsource your tool. Brain. You are training. Tool. You are training, training your, your brain. brain. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like regular meditation, you're training your brain. You find yourself a- uh, able to get to that state mm-hmm. much easier, and eventually to the point where you don't necessarily need. You know that external stimulus, which is what brain. Yeah, is that providing. is that's the goal ultimately. Yeah, that's but that's also point. why I mean I'm a because it's difficult for me. I'll be the first to admit that you know I need training wheels. You yeah. know I need the training wheels right now because I have not created it. It's not a discipline in my life. If you're so if you're someone who's listening and you're like this is already a practice you've done for a long time and you don't need that discipline, then something like brain FM maybe it's not for you. But if you're someone like me who Man, you have you struggle to do that. You haven't made it consistent. You you know this is a great tool to help you get there because I tell you what, man. When I as soon as I turn that shit on and I play it when we go to sleep every night too. So yeah. Katrina and I throw it on the bows and we we play it in the room. And I swear to God, it makes the bullies the dogs the dog bro. Too. <laughs> I, so <laughs> last night I hadn't had I didn't have it on last night and they're like snoring like crazy and I'm kind of tossing and turning a little bit and I didn't have the brain FM on and then you, you I get up and I I put it on. And uh, Katrina was like, you having a hard time sleeping? I'm like, yeah, the dogs are just so, so loud. And she's like, I swear when you put that on, they quiet down. And sure as shit, like 10 minutes later, the dogs just, they settle down. They're not, as, they're not snoring as heavy. I was like, man, it's great for all of us. Fucking Trippy. weird, yeah, man. Yeah, if you got bulldogs, you want to settle your bullies snoring down and crank up your brain FM. Jeez. There it is. 
twenty percent off at Mind Pump Media. I know, right? Oh, I feel oh, a need, thank you, thank you for, for the commercial, commercial there, Douglas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a link. There. A Just click on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question: ABC Three TC. Your favorite moves for generating explosive power and how to incorporate them in a workout program. Excellent. Mm. Some of my favorite, one of my favorite things to do, because I like, uh, I like working the posterior chain. I like working in that extension mm-hmm. for power. I find that I can generate a lot that way. And one thing I used to do, and you, you need an open field to be able to do this, is I would take a heavy medicine ball or even a relatively light kettlebell, maybe like a 20, 30 pound kettlebell. And I would do like a swing with the kettlebell, but I'd throw but it, throw it, yeah. throw it behind oh, me I as far as that. I can. Mm-hmm. And then I'd ma- I'd go measure the distance or whatever, and I'd try and match that. And I'd rest and take a break, and then I'd do it again. Man, when I did that, uh, there was a point where I was doing that about once a week. Mm-hmm. My deadlift, I felt so much more pop yeah. in my deadlift when I was able to do that. Yeah, so. I used to do it well. So I, w- I would also take like a, a medicine ball that I would – I would also do like a chest pass, like as hard as I could into the wall. If that was my explosive first move, especially for like football and I'm getting that, that pop and that snap, uh, in, you know, even the kettlebell swing itself, just something that you think is as basic as the kettlebell swing, which, you know, I, I just <laughs> had uh, somebody at a very high level kind of look over my kettlebell swing and kind of pick it apart and just realizing the mechanics of how many things you can improve, uh, to get more response and the right type of response and the timing of everything to happen at once. Once you can really just you know focus on every little intricate detail, the the overall improves dramatically. And so uh, I think like just trying to take like a a move like that or like a dumbbell snatch or or something that that you can control. Um, but you can accelerate it at a very high level and you can get connected to that process, you know, that's going to be what I would suggest. Yeah. And, you know, incorporating this into a routine, first and foremost, I think I need to say this. If you're doing explosive movements for power, you should be relatively experienced and have good control. Yeah. So you, that's I, paramount to even attempting an explosive. Y- yeah, because you're asking for trouble. If you're just the average person and you've never done a power speed move or anything like that, you know, you take a kettlebell and you throw it, like I said, or mm-hmm. you know, you do explosive pass or whatever, and you don't have good uh, body control and awareness and stability and you know, balanced strength, right. your risk of injury goes through the roof. You know they are uh, they are explosive movements are the top mm-hmm. when it comes to um, you know injury uh, you know, risk especially yeah. complex explosive movements like Olympic lifts mm-hmm. which is why I can I cringe when I see people incorporate explosive movements Man. in uh, fatigue based you know programming I mean I, like I will circuits. just always I will always like come out and say something against that just because <clears throat> I mean if if you don't if you haven't mastered a vertical jump yet. If you haven't done like the basics, um, you're just setting yourself up for like it, it exposes everything mm-hmm. that you haven't worked on, and, and it's such a it's such a demand that you have to be able to have built in the support system to control. Yes. So, and there's really two parts to this, right? There's the central nervous system part where you're trying to get the CNS to fire on demand. And then there's the uh, muscle recruitment patterning uh, or learning part. So I can do uh, just do vertical jumps. I could practice vertical jumps. And by the way, when you do explosive uh, workouts or explosive type training, you're not doing it to fatigue. I want to be clear again. Right. I'm just trying to you know explode as fast as I can and I rest, wait till I'm recovered, and then I do it again. 
if I just do vertical jumps, I will train my CNS. I will get benefit just to my overall, my CNS to be able to fire better, which can apply to anything I do. But if I want to train a specific movement, if I'm in a sport, like Justin was saying, he's a, if he's a tackle and he needs to explosively push out against, you know, another tackle, then you want to also incorporate that specific patterning explosively. Right. So there's really two things you're looking at. There's there's a skill aspect of it, and then there's this just getting the CNS to fire uh, more strongly. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you said that because I didn't even know how to answer this because I don't have like a favorite power move. Um, I feel like the way we des- this is how we design prime to me, and this is how I use power moves. Like I'm not uh, I'm not an athlete right now, and even when I was an athlete, I did, probably didn't understand. Uh, the importance of training this way uh, when I was playing sports. So maybe, you know, how I'd use the, my knowledge now if I could go back 15, 20 years or more, uh, there's some things I would do. I, there's certain things that I, I like um, that we've incorporated in Prime that I see lots of benefits. Um, I love like a hip thrust. It sounds like a weird thing to do explosively, which would be similar to a kettlebell swing like Justin was talking about. Uh, just because it's a movement that is so important to like the deadlift and the squat. And that hip hinging is uh, once you first, you obviously, like Justin said before, too, is like mechanically, you have to get that down first. So once you get that down mechanically, then doing it explosively really helps you with going over to do like ripping up a deadlift or I love to do like a, a, a dumbbell snatch from the ground, mm-hmm. you know, real heavy. And I do two or three of those on each side and then get over and go do my deadlift, which this is all of what Prime is all about. Um Go ahead, Justin. Oh uh, well, I was just going to say this is why, too. I'm excited and why I, I put so much time and effort into this invention idea because I want something to be able to capture um, uh, how much you're exerting, like what kind of force that like, you can command, like you can do on command, right? Right, and so the, and how you can improve on it, right? How you can improve on it, like even just pushing something into the wall or up and down, or you know, just just something like that shows. The, the the type of amplitude you can create uh, intrinsically. So that's that's like step one, like learning how to tense muscles and, and which muscles on command, like at, at a more of an accelerated rate. So mm-hmm. um, that these are all like this is like all steps. This yeah. is all steps you need to take to be able to have the right mobility first. Then you know tensify those those positions so that way I know I'm supported in that position. And then now we start accelerating that process. So now if I'm getting into locomotion, if I'm moving and getting more kinetic with everything, now I'm I'm fully supported and then I can get like a louder signal to happen at once. Well, I'm not even I'm not even a fan of talking about explosive power because I feel like there's such a very small percentage of people uh, that should even be here. It's uh, and, and well, it, it is. There is. I mean, you're you're, you're right. Very very small percentage it, of people it, it, doing anything ballistically is uh, is dangerous, and you, there's no way I'm risking that with the average gym goer who wants to look better, feel better, uh, you know. Unless I feel like they are extremely advanced, and I can see a place where this is relevant. Like uh, otherwise. Uh, it makes no sense to me to really program too much of that into somebody's program. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, some very basic type movements, but 
I, I, this is why I don't like CrossFit mm-hmm. because I, I feel like they have a ton of these power type things that are in their routine. Yeah, but they put it in in, in well, fatigue based. They, yeah, that's what I mean, and they put it in fatigue based programs and that's and I mean even if it wasn't fatigue, just going like most people shouldn't be doing that. There's mm-hmm. so much you should do before you do something explosive like that. I mean it's. I, I don't like doing a lot of explosive because I know I have so many imbalances myself. So that's why I, even the ones I said were like very basic to me, uh, explosive movements that I might prime my body before I go do a movement. Otherwise, I'm not playing a sport. If you're not playing a sport, there's not a lot of reason for you to be incorporating a lot of this into your into your routine on a regular basis. Like Justin's tool, the central nervous to be able to measure your central nervous system, uh, I think is super fascinating. And there's a lot of different ways that it can be utilized, and it especially pertains to athletes and you know physical therapists for rehab and seeing what they're doing. Without a tool like that, I just feel like man, it's a well. I mean, that all being said, there are there is a percentage of people that want they like performance, right? They're advanced, yeah. they work out, they've got yeah, but do control. the proper steps first before you of get course. there. Of course. Now, yeah. let's say you're here, right? Let's say you're there. You've been working out for a while, which you've means got your you're, you're the one percent, by the way. Yeah. So you're 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 balanced. You're strong. You want to improve explosive power. You love working out. Maybe you love working out, and you want to try something different. This is how I would program it into your routine. I would do it on a separate day. I would do it on a day where you're not uh, lift, doing your traditional routine where you're squatting, you're deadlifting or whatever. I would do it like, okay, today is my explosive power day. Um, the intention of the day is not to fatigue the body. In fact, you should not leave an explosive power workout feeling like you really worked out. Like You should walk out and feel amped you should not walk out feeling like fuck i just hammered my legs or i just worked out my back Mm -hmm. you should leave almost feeling like you can go lift really heavy if you wanted to and so you go into the routine with that intention your goal is to be able to call upon your muscles to fire explosively as quickly as possible so you're practicing you're practicing how fast you could jump how Mm -hmm. hard you could jump Mm -hmm. you're practicing how hard and fast you could do a uh, you know a jumping push-up or how hard and fast you could do you know a kettlebell snatch or a uh, you know a dumbbell snatch which is even easier um those are the things you should do so think of going into the gym uh as okay i'm gonna go in there and practice on getting more explosive and faster with my movements Build your way up to that during the workout to where the first couple sets are 50%, you know, 50% speed, 60% speed, 70% speed. Okay, now I'm ready to go 100% speed um, and then do it. And before you the do The last ex- thing you do is increase load. Yes. By the way. Yeah, yeah. Move the same weight faster. Yeah. Rather than saying, oh, I did that real easily. Now I'm going to, you know, if I could yeah. do uh, a hang clean with 135 and I can do it rel- relatively easily. Um, I'm just going to try and move it faster, not not in terms of faster, like one rep after another, but faster within that rep, you know, try and throw it up and perfect my form and technique. Um, and before you get into the explosive lifts, do tension poses um, and do some light full range of motion exercise, really just to, to you know, mitigate the risk of, of injury. Like Adam's saying, uh, the, it, when he says they're dangerous, that doesn't mean you know uh, that there's there's no place and there's definitely a place, but the risk versus the reward. That's it. There's always this this you know graph you got to look at, and you the, always got to weigh it out with that. Yeah, and the benefit you're going to get from it if you're a normal person, it doesn't really equal the risk that you're that you're doing. Um, you can, I mean, just getting stronger with a squat and a deadlift is going to make you more powerful. There's a lot of carry over there mm-hmm. that'll make you more powerful, but if you're that person. And you've got, you know, you're, you're relatively imbalance free, you're strong, you've got good fitness, 
and you're like, man, I want to do this. This is fun. It is very fucking fun. Just treat it like something completely different. It's a new skill. Go in there, make it just one day, take about 30 to 45 minutes. You're not in there for hours and then leave. And then, you know, the next day, go back to your regular routine. Our strength, Shelton. How important are branch chain amino acids and why should you take them or not? Branch chain amino acids. Well, this is going to be fun to go over this uh, yeah. one because branch there's, chain a amino- lot, there's a lot of stuff right now with, with protein and overconsumption of that as it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And everybody uh, does this fasted and they take oh, their BCAAs because yeah. they're the, so worried. The anabolic. Uh, oh, God. Yes. What do they call that? Yeah. yeah. So BCA- BCAAs um, are uh, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And they are extremely important. Uh, if you don't have enough, of, if you don't eat enough branched amino acids, you'll die. They're essential, meaning your body can't formulate them. Your body can't make them. Um, so they're, they're very important. That being said, if you're eating uh, a typical, you know, relatively high protein diet, not like the ridiculous ones that some of the you know, supplement companies recommend, but you know, like a, like a 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 grams per pound of body weight protein uh, you know, intake diet, you're getting enough branched amino acids. You're getting plenty. Supplementing with extra branched amino acids, are they going to benefit you? You are really splitting hairs, and the, the, the science to support supplementing branched amino acids really applies towards people who are training so close to the edge of overtraining that that little bit might help. Like if you're, you're, if you're in comp, you're in prep mode, and you're a physique per- competitor, and you're like, so you're training so much and dieting so much that you're like teetering on the edge of just getting a cold and it turning into a flu. Now, really, just getting sick and your immune system starting to get depressed. It might help you if you're a super advanced athlete and you're you know in ridiculous in season and you're just beating yourself up. It might help you to supplement branched amino acids, you know, before and after your your workouts. This is really the only time it's on my refrigerator, so I have a bottle. It's lasted me like almost two years now is when I come down and I'm on the last like three to four weeks showtime and I know I'm, I'm putting my body through something that's unhealthy. I'm in an extremely low deficit. I'm training every single day for at least an hour to two hours and I know I'm pushing myself. And so I'm taking that in there to get a little bit of extra help. And like you said, hopefully you know, it, it saves, you know, a fraction of a half of a quarter of a pound of muscle or, you know, keeps me from getting sick or it's not, I, the, the way it's been marketed is what drives me crazy. Like it's not going to speed your recovery up like crazy. You're not going to build a bunch of more muscle because of it. Branched chain amino acids are, you know, I mean, Jesus, when did they even, when did they come in? When did we really start push, pushing them and marketing them like 15 years ago, if that? Uh, no, more, uh, you know, so here's the thing. So the people who first started using branched chain amino acids were actually endurance athletes. So they had like ultra endurance type Which, athletes. Let's be honest. That's probably who would would be the best per case course, for it. I absolutely. Mean, that's the most oxidative stress. I, well, that's what I'm stress. saying. I feel like those are the closest to somebody like me who would be on an yeah. unhealthy state. You're pushing the body or, really hard. Or for, burn victims. Like you're in the hospital. You're a burn victim. Yeah. You're like, on the, then, then, you know, they could supplement with them. But, you know, I'll tell you how when you shouldn't take them. When people are trying to do a fast and they're they're trying to yield the benefits of a fast and they think somehow branched amino acids are going to produce are going to prevent muscle loss, you're kind of defeating the purpose of the fast. Of yeah. the fast. Right. The reason why the fast uh, has benefits in the first place or the main benefits of a fast are because your body is devoid of proteins and uh, of carbohydrates. You are causing, and that's what, what, what uh, prompts all those things that happen to your cells that are beneficial. If you give it branched amino acids or amino acids and carbohydrates, 
you negate, negate you know uh, negate those uh, those benefits so don't take them during that don't, and definitely don't supplement all fucking day god that's a stupid trend i, I see right now with these these like supplements that they, oh, that, they pour them in a jug and then they, they that's pour them they in their gown and then they drink on it all yeah, day long. i'm eating every two hours and I'm drinking a branched amino acid, freaking fruity drink Silly. all day long. Yeah, with artificial sweeteners and stuff, and it to be flavored like fucking pink bubblegum or ridiculous blueberry raz or whatever. You know, do you know what the overconsumption of branched amino acids can do? It can actually cause an imbalance in some of the chemicals your brain will produce, and can, in those who are susceptible, trigger depression. This is documented. So if you're one of those people that's been taking a shit ton of BCAAs and you just can't figure out why you feel down and unmotivated. It might be the BCAAs. Like, stop taking so many of them. Um, and like I said, if your if your protein if your diet uh, include is already kind of high protein, you don't need them. It's almost yeah. like don't 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 really supplement. Go have, a, go have a steak. Yeah, it's kind of it. it's kind of a, kind of a waste of money. So, um, and uh, lastly, uh, amino acids uh, and and sugars and carbohydrates fuel and feed uh, cancers. So. Uh, not saying that they cause cancers, but if you uh, are someone who's you know uh, in treatment for cancer, and I actually had a, a friend of mine whose mother was going through treatment in cancer, and he was in the fitness industry. You know, he worked in fitness, and because obviously when you have cancer and go through chemo, you lose lots of weight, and so he thought he was doing his his mom a benefit by giving her glutamine and branched amino acids to prevent muscle loss. Those both feed cancers quite a bit and he didn't know unfortunately and you know afterwards he told me and i was like i don't want to say anything to him because he'd already had her doing it so i know uh, that there's a ton of people that are listening to you right now too that have, have read somewhere in their muscle and fitness magazine or their favorite instagram star who's posted some study or something that just keep in mind man if you guys are getting information like that on a branch chain amino acid on a creatine on a fat burner on all the all those those great studies. It's the type of shit that we talk about all the time. Like, find me somebody who does that's not attached to a supplement company somehow that's right. that's promoting this information. Like the information that like most people do not understand how to read a study. Don't understand literally how many hair. Like you can easily say that it has benefits. We can easily take a group of ten people. Give some of those people branched chain amino acids. Don't give it. Show that there is some sort of an improvement by them in taking the branched chain amino acids. Then talk in numbers like percentages to make it sound like they're wow. When we gave this group branched chain amino acids, thirteen percent decrease in you know yeah, this marker of yeah, uh, exactly. damage. Yes, fifty percent more increase of this and that. And like when you break down what the fifty percent increase is and what that actually computes, it's a, it's a number that doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> the the amount of muscle that it, you're talking about is unbelievable. Believably, actually, what they don't—they don't do that. They don't even do that. The studies don't even study talks about recovery. The end result—they study markers yeah. that could mm-hmm. lead to better results, but they don't know yet. Like they could literally say, "Oh, people who took branched amino acids good had a 13% reduction in markers of muscle damage." Think about that, right? A 13% reduction in markers of muscle damage. It doesn't mean they got stronger. It doesn't mean they built more muscle. It just means that there was a 13% reduction in all these different markers that represent muscle damage. And when you look at the number of 13%, it's almost inconsequential. It almost means it's like nothing. Like over here is one. What's 13% less than one? 
point nine something. I mean, it's 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 not even it's not even worth you know, it's, you know mentioning. It's, it's pick up the the big rocks first. You know, pick up the big rocks first that are going to make the biggest difference. I mean, if you're taking a branch chain amino acid and you're partying on the weekends, you're having sleepless nights, you got tons of stress, and you have a shitty workout. Your program, program yeah. sucks. You don't get yeah. enough water. You don't. You know, what I'm saying like you're you're eating too much sugar. All these other things will will hinder your 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 gains, your overall gains, or your overall journey. Uh, more than ever in comparison to a, you know, taking or not taking these supplements. And that was a lot of what the mission of Mind Pump was, was just to bring that to light to people. We're not saying that you can't do this, you can't do that. No, we're we're just not saying to that, highlight the meat and potatoes. Yes. And stay focused on improving that area. There's so much for, I have yet to meet a client where I'm like going down the list and I'm like, oh, check, you're perfect there. Check, you're perfect there. Check, you're perfect. You know what? Let's introduce some creatine and branched chain amino because you're fucking knocking everything out the park. Yeah. Great job, Susie. Yeah. No, it never fucking works that way. Right. I'm going through and I'm going, great job there. Great, okay, let's try right. and work on this focus here let's get a little bit more of this let's try and reduce this like and also away from us and also when you got to look at it this way like if you're if you're working out you're you have goals right you want to you want to get the benefit from from your exercise you want to get the benefit from eating right right you got to look at everything and look at the cost benefit and the time benefit if you're spending 30 bucks a month on branched chain amino acids what could you take that and and, and it's probably doing zero for you what could you spend that $30 on that will benefit your life or your fitness far greater? Think about that. Like 30 bucks a month, hell, you could save, you know, you could save up 3 months worth of branched amino acids, you know, uh, money and get yourself a 1-hour massage every 3 months with a good massage therapist. Right, do much, way more for you. Way more for yeah. you. You get to relax, you you get to spend time to for yourself. I mean, that's just one example. Maybe I take that 30 bucks and and I go and I uh, I buy food that's maybe higher quality. So instead of getting this kind of chicken, now I I'm getting this kind of chicken. That, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like like that money Optimizing that you're spending food. on that is almost like you're throwing it away. And yeah, if you enjoy it or whatever, I, I, it's fine. It's your money. You know, spend it however you want. But God, there's a cost benefit. Like uh, people, the average supplement taker spends a hundred plus dollars a month, and and then people balk. At spending thirty over thirty dollars a month on a membership yeah. for a gym. Oh, I'm not gonna, oh my god! You go to that gym that's a hundred bucks a month. That's fucking expensive. Meanwhile, they're taking two hundred dollars a month of fucking <laughs> food coloring and bullshit supplements. <laughs> yeah. Like you got like really put things in perspective. And you know, Adam says pick up the big rocks. I mean, think about it this way: if I if I if I'm in a room full of just just garbage and debris. The, the first thing I'm going to do is take out the big pieces. I'm not going to go in there with a freaking dustpan and start worrying about the dust that's on the floor if yeah, I'm trying right, to empty the room. Or tweezers, right? You're taking or, tweezers yeah. and you're picking up little specks that nobody can see. That's literally what it is. So, yeah. it's, so BCAAs, should you take them? If you are at that level where you are all, you are on the fucking brink of you know overtraining, your body's about to break down because you're about to compete and you're just fucking fried and sick or whatever – then yes, or uh, you have a horrible, you know, you don't eat much protein at all uh, because of your diet and maybe you need them so you can, you know, replace them because they are essential, then fine. Otherwise, no, don't waste your money. Uh, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you'll win a free Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam is at Mind Pump Adam, Justin's at Mind Pump Justin, and Doug... The fearless producer is at Mind Pump Dark. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. 
The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.